Brain, what are we going to do tonight? The same thing we always do, Pinky. Try to take over the music world. Welcome back, Strange Crew. You are tuned into another trip through life's deep cuts. We hope you enjoy the ride. I love how it was so clear who was Pinky and who was the brain. Like, without you guys even discussing it. This has never happened before. I just, you know. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. You're listening to a special quality block episode of the Strange Cruise podcast. I'm Sharice, a.k.a. Pinky. Hey, what up? I'm Kate, a.k.a. Brain. I'm Abby. Yeah. I'm here. Are so you guys joined by... We're joined... Uh, we're so terrible. Um, so we're joined tonight by Abby, one of the organizers of the Quality Block Party Festival here in St. John, taking place th- this weekend. She's no stranger to our podcast yes. either. Longtime listeners will remember Abby from our Record Expo. We've had, I think you've, you've been, been on, on here several times. times. Yeah, I've been on a couple times. Um, Each I, I really, so, such good quality. Yeah, I really appreciated that one uh, episode we were talking about album covers, and I was like, my main point was how much I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> After I listened to it, I was like, you know, I have a lot more to say about music. I don't know why I didn't bring any of that up. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, though. Yeah. Like, when it's, like, interviews or, like, public speaking or you go to a meeting and then you leave it and you're like, what the fuck did I just yeah, why say? Why did I bring that up? Why did I seem like a but train wreck? I will say, a train wreck, so to speak. I will say that, like, that was the episode that made me, like, fully accept that Velvet Underground is, like, my favorite band. Because you guys really? asked me about what, like, yeah. albums, like, I yeah. keep on rotation. Mm-hmm. And that was when I, like, fully computed, like... Well, shit, like Velvet sh- Underground is my favorite band. As Sharice and I like to say, well, would you look at that? <laughs> would you look at that? <laughs> would you just, would you look, just at look at that? Would you just look at it? <laughs> look at that. No, well, that's sweet. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us. I know that you've been super, super busy. Yeah. And we're excited that you could join us because, you know, a lot of the people that are listening, hello, listeners, um, are supporters of Quality Block and are coming to town. It's an, it's an exciting time. It's something, and it's also 420. Yes, just saying. I totally forgot that we promised. We promised to get a weed sponsorship for the next 420 that rolls around. <laughs> maybe they'll be able marketing. to do it by then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've I've always been a a big fan of of the festival, and I love you know seeing so many new new faces at each one, and especially now that people can kind of plan around them and look forward to like April and August, so to speak. Mm. So, can you tell us a little bit about? What's going on this year? Quality Block's two days away. Yeah, so it's a couple days away, and um, I'm actually really excited. I'm not even pretending to be excited. I actually am. (laughs) Um, And uh, the April iteration is going to be a little bit smaller than it has in the past, but just to allow August to be a bit bigger. Um, so that's really nice because we're, we're like new and grassroots. So we get a little bit better at this every time we do it. So that's really nice to see it like kind of, um, get flushed out every time we do it. Uh, so this time around, we're really excited about the conference. So, um, just to step back for a minute, the whole event is happening from 
um, April 19th to April 21st. So the nice on the long weekend, hopefully get some people visiting home. And um, the conference is going to mainly take place on the 20th, but there's also going to be some, some events on the 21st. And uh, it's a really good example of how focused we are in like community building, because not only is there going to be like a ton of music, there's going to be a lot of um, community building like events and like kind of uh, a big focus on harm reduction as well, which I'm really excited about. Right. Um, so I guess, can you maybe elaborate a bit more on kind of the importance of having that, that conference aspect, mm. I guess, where did, where did that kind of desire come from, I guess? Like what role do you see that playing in the festival as a whole? I think that, um, it would be impossible for me to, uh, do anything like in a vacuum in St. John. I think it's like just for my own personality. And I think you guys would totally identify with this. It's, uh, it's hard not to like kind of have a cause especially because like I moved to St. John five years ago and I really fell in love with it so I don't think I could actually have an event here without having it connect to the community in a larger way and um so the the conference aspect is is supposed to be um completely for the community and to kind of allow things to spin off of that and uh not only for um education for musicians on like how to access grants or um, just even have it putting a, like a young musician in the same room as like an older established musician or granting bodies and stuff like that just make that stuff seem a lot less scary um, about what the like the structure is and what what is uh, allotted for you in New Brunswick and in Canada for for music because it's it, there's always more than you think um, not like anyone's making millions but there's more than you think and um, and no one has an agent so this is kind of like filling that need and for the community building stuff, um, we like have a really strong focus on safety. And, and my my project has been the Show Buddy program, which is a bystander empathy program. So we have special trained volunteers at shows to be a liaison between crowd and security. So it's just sober volunteers that pay a bit more attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and doing a lot of research for that has led me to a lot of other really amazing. Um, safer spaces initiatives and so that kind of just instantly you're like well everyone else should know about this well a good example of this is that we're we applied for a grant through rising youth and uh, rising youth is this organization that the the closest offices at a moncton and they give small grants with um rapid turnaround to people between 15 and 30 to do volunteer led community projects and um so we're having Corey herk from that organization come down and talk to to people that are want to do like a anything from like a community garden to like a basketball league to something like show buddies or um, something surrounding like harm reduction in like ODing spaces and uh, they, there's a lot of space for that within that organization. So we just everything that we're coming across in in making QBP happen, we're like, well, okay, let's tell everyone about it because it's it, it if we're all in the same like yeah we're all in the same team here so that's basically in a nutshell what we want to do with the conference is like let everyone in on the things that we benefited from right i think that's critical it's like mm-hmm. you have to once you start something people start to come up with ideas and it's almost to me it's almost your goal as a business or as a festival to give them resources instead of roadblocks of course yeah and it's we're all in it together yeah so to make make it happen and i mean that's that's essentially what you know you're doing in your job it's an idea if it's communicated effectively is a make or break 
for anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. And I think like, I wanted to ask you, I know uh, Mallory uh, Kelly was taking training and you guys invested in some new training this year with mm-hmm. like, what is it? Noxalone? No, I was, about to, like, I was like, I'm going to butcher pronouncing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like we work with a woman uh, named Donna who is a Narcan rep and mm-hmm. we've been learning all about it at ICS trying to help her market this thing because it's yeah. such a, a big it's so common. Yeah, absolutely. It's more common than people think in St. John and New Brunswick in general. And I think that like it's a really um, so just yeah. So naloxone is um, and, and okay. yeah. Uh, the only reason I can say it without stuttering is because I've said it like two hundred times mm-hmm. out loud now. So <laughs> um, yeah. So it's um, it's an injectable or an inhalant. The the training that we did was for the injectable that. Um, temporarily stops the effects of an opiate overdose so something like heroin or fentanyl and um it's like uh it's not a it's not because we've been experiencing that a lot with quality block party but it's just kind of like with the with the festival circuit that we engage in and and just like I don't know being a person in the world like you just you can feel the effects of the of like the opiate crisis in Canada no one is that far removed from it uh, certainly no one in the same circles that run through QBP so um it was like a really logical step for us to like have that training done for whoever whatever show buddies actually wanted to opt into it so we did that training um as with our jet we had our general show buddy training um which is, is always like an overview of um, like sexual assault and harassment intervention. And then we had our um, naloxone training and it was amazing. It was, it was, it was really cool. I left that, tra- I took it myself. I left that training feeling really like empowered to, with like more knowledge about the problem and, and to be able to like step in. And it's like, I think that um, Avenue B, which is the, the, the organization that's providing kits, mm-hmm. um, their motivation in giving the kits to us was, to, or to, to Melissa Whitney, who's doing our training um, separately from Avenue B, uh, was to be able to put as many kits into the community as possible. So we're, we did the private one for show buddies, and then we're doing a public one as well. That's amazing. I think it's yeah. important because if you if you say that you offer a safe space, mm-hmm. you need to be prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to have something where you need to be the ally in that instance or when you're out and about after a 2 or 3 a.m. show and see that happening and not be able to help someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and almost like I feel like that would that would really wear on you. For sure. I think that, like, as soon as I started organizing stuff like this, I I felt like the responsibility of asking people to come into a crowded space, especially Mm -hmm. spaces that are often, like, um, contingent on drinking or, like, consuming Mm -hmm. drugs. And, again, like, we – it's kind of, like, more of, like, a – part of it is a statement because uh, it's just something that every, like, that event organizers should consider. The same thing as where you think, like, where is the first aid kit in the venue – or like are the bathrooms accessible or or stuff like that it's like it feels sometimes it's like uh difficult in St. John because so many like spaces are inaccessible or things are not considered for people but it gets a lot easier when you just decide to do it and just just decide to think about it yourself having this training I'm gonna go a step further Mm -hmm. having this training and working in like bars and in service do you think that everybody should have this training yeah well I think it's a comfort thing is for sure, but um, I mean the the big part of it that was learning a lot more about like what an OD actually like looks like and what it's doing to the body was certainly interesting, but um, and and like really knowledgeable. But I think it's it's about what you're what you're prepared to 
to do. I didn't take naloxone training because I'm, like, more altruistic or a better person. I completely understand why some people would be, like, uncomfortable with, like, the responsibility of having a kit with you. And, I mean, you always have to think about your own safety first. But, yeah, I've worked in bars for a long time. And I think that uh, it made sense for, like, the industry and mm-hmm. I've been in and, and the extension of that being in the music industry to, like, um, make that available. But... I think it's just more, the more so the point is about normalizing it, mm-hmm. about like, like just kind of understanding it as something that's not like, um, that shouldn't just exist in like small corners because it's, you know, reality in St. John and... It's not like Vagisil. <laughs> not like Vagisil, which you should <laughs> definitely <one>. hide. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not the same comparison, but it's but, like, you know, it can't be like a faux pas or like a... a yeah you can't talk about you know yeah I mean? well the like you know real real accidents and that's a part of show buddies too which is that like real accidents happen when no one's talking about them right. and, and real danger happens in like uh dark unattended corners so show buddies the main part of the work they do in terms of bystander intervention is just that they're they're like there and they're wearing this bright pink shirt and they're sober and even just like as a visual indicator that's pretty much the whole job because just having show buddies in a venue makes everyone kind of into like that kind of headspace mm-hmm. for sure props to you on that I think Absolutely. that's fucking awesome and I props to you guys for kind of offering um, a, like a free course like that to the public because you're that's... hustling to make this happen and yeah. to go that that far and to say like no we're going to put these measures in place and actually do it right I, I applaud that and it's yeah. something that like most people wouldn't get that kind of training like, if it oh, wasn't free we'll do it next available. year we'll just we'll we're too right. busy mm-hmm. or then we'll feel like oh it's yeah. kind of awkward to like go into avenue b and like maybe find we'll do yourself. a facebook poll and see yeah. if anybody <laughs> wants to do this well, it's, right. we'll do it. it's right. a really st john story because the reason that we were able to do it it was because of like our the trainer melissa whitney was like really interested in being a part of it and and like we have a really good team and yeah it's like it's it's definitely uh it's it feels very st john because like it was a, like a super collaborative effort yeah. and uh, Julia Rogers, our volunteer coordinator is amazing. And it's like all things that are really important to her as well. And she's been really great about developing the program. So it's like, it's really, yeah, it's pretty wild. But we also have the luxury, like it's hard to shoehorn the stuff in with festivals that have been operating for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. We have the luxury of being new so we can do whatever right. we want. Right. And I just have to, we just have to talk about it with between like the five of us. And then so it's pretty efficient, which is nice. Because there's some, there's a lot that can get done when you're a small right. team, which I'm sure you guys yeah. are familiar yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my, like one of my favorite things about Quality Block is the different venues you guys mm. have each festival. I guess can you tell us a little bit about kind of where the shows are going to be happening this year? Yeah, I'm. Uh, we always have shows at Taco Pica because it's a institution of music in St. John, so we're definitely having shows there, and um, we are also having. Uh, we're really excited about the shows at the Tool Library, the St. John Tool Library on Union Street, because it's a it's a really, really beautiful venue. It smells like fresh-cut wood, which is incredible. Oh, so beautiful. It's so beautiful, and the um, it's actually amazing to do things in a space full of carpenters, because basically anything is possible. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And yeah, it's... Uh, what else are we doing? We're, we have some shows at the Five and Dime. We have one show there on Sunday evening, which is going to be with Keith Howell, which I'm really excited about because yeah. it's a good spot for him. Kind of a dark, moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be during their like uh, speakeasy event that they do on Sundays. And um, we, what other venues are we using? We have Callahan's, of course. Uh, they have a great new stage, which has been really cool. It's really nice to have the stage in a new location. And uh, we're really pumped with the shows there. 
the show on Friday night is David R. Elliott, Sadie, and the Sebastian Fleet Trio, and that's going to be really, really good. Uh, the show, there's a couple shows at the Tool Libraries I'm really excited about, which is the um, uh, the Julie Duaron show, which is for the Bad Ideas um, uh, company, which is uh, kind of like a traveling bus uh, of, of musicians, and Sarah Austin will be there as well. And uh, then later in the evening on Saturday, it's going to be like a total um, electronic shit show uh, <laughs> uh, with um, acts like Dead Mother and Dumpster Cub and Sack Syndrome from Montreal and um, uh, and Fish Sticks, which is a new band from New Brunswick, and uh, Jaguar Knight. And yeah, it's going to be really cool. Fish Sticks, I love that name. Yeah, <laughs> with two X's. So good. Oh my gosh. Are you a gay fish? You know, <laughs> oh yeah. Is that a South Park bit? Yeah. I don't know. It yeah, is. Yeah, it it's is. like when they call Kanye. Yeah, the Kanye. Yeah. yeah. Classic. I don't know. Do I, I was like, yes. I'm like, look, I draw. I knew how to draw a fish. Yeah, you're drawing fish. fish. You're so good. It's a goldfish. Um, goldfish. And uh, designers are coming up from Halifax, which really they're really good. Uh, and um, clackers are coming from Moncton. They're going to be at Taco Pika. Yeah. What other places? Oh, we're using visitors for some of our conferency stuff. Nice. Uh, visitors the consignment shop on Union Street. Uh, so we're gonna have a little uh, presentation from Russell Louder uh, about um, uh, self care and creativity, taking taking breaks to be able to make better work, which is a really important subject, especially for people who are always hustling. Uh, <laughs> it's like we're like I will be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That comes in a dosage. I'll take twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me and then inhale it. Uh, take a break. <laughs> I don't know how to confuse I don't know how. I don't. Yeah, no, I totally like get I that. Like I glitch out and I faint. Ask her. I'm becoming my mother. I was recently my mother recently like went to Mexico and I was joking that she doesn't know how to be on vacation and that she's gonna start a fire just to put one out. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, that's me Pretty in a nutshell much. now. Literally. But um, aside from me, uh, <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a really great show at Rogue as well. Palmer's coming up from Fredericton, and uh, Palmer's playing with Alex Waugh, who's from here, and uh, Josh Bravner, who is a New Brunswick um, person and from Hypochondriacs and plays solo often, and he's going to be really good. So that's going to be a really cute show at Rogue on Saturday. I guess, so you have uh, bands coming as far as Montreal, um, and I believe last the last... Um the last quality block. There was a band up from Massachusetts, I believe. Yeah, we've been getting yeah. some more bands from Massachusetts, which is really cool. Yeah. It's like anytime I meet people that are like willing to cross the border this way, I'm always really excited. But it's uh yeah, it's been great. Korean is from Massachusetts and we had a couple other bands from like their boats. So we're we we love getting we love like expanding the block. <laughs> I guess like, how does that kind of feel for you guys? Because again, it would start started as this very as this very local festival, and now you have bands from the United States and like mm. Montreal and Halifax, like trying to get like getting in on it. Yeah, totally. I think that it's uh, it's still it is it is still very much like in the same shape that we made it. Um, I think that the the point is to be able to like put bands to value bands in New Brunswick and in the Maritimes in general uh, the same way that we value bands from away. And to kind of like change that mindset of like um, a band from away being the big ticket item because mm-hmm. it's actually not usually how it plays out. Usually people stick around for the for the mm-hmm. local band, and uh, and that that kind of like leveling that playing field is really interesting and it creates. I mean, hopefully, I think the idea is that like it puts St. John on the map for touring because people don't always decide to come here on their tour through the East Coast, so they do come to the East Coast at all, mm-hmm. and also to. 
um, when a band from your from St. John is like ready to start their first tour, maybe they know people in other places to be able to like get connected with. Yeah, so that's kind of the. It's more. It's like a mutually beneficial. We just want people to play in St. John. <laughs> well, I mean, true that. Yeah. So I guess, so if people are listening right now and they want to get tickets, where can they get them? Uh, you can get full weekend passes at Backstreet Records, and uh, you'll be able to get day passes there too. And um, the venues on the weekend of, since we're like on the cusp of that anyway, um, all the venues will have weekend passes and um, and day bracelets for, uh, for anyone interested. And yeah. Thank you, anyone who wants to come to this thing. Yeah, we would love to see you guys out and about. We'll be checking out some shows. Uh, if you want to get, check out the full show schedule, check out strangegrooves.com and the Quality Block Facebook page, of course. Yes. Um, we also want to give a shout out to, there's so much crazy awesome shit happening this weekend. We are friends at the Hammond River Collective. They're having their album release show Saturday night at the Cornerstone. Um, their album was produced by former Strange Grooves guest uh, Paul Milner. So, we love you, Paul. Love you, Paul. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you're you know you're out, up for quality block, um, definitely. Uh, That's gonna be a great show. Take it's gonna a be jaunt down, down take the a street. Jaunt the take, show. <laughs> yeah, take a jaunt down the street. It's such a cool venue. They're such a cool band. So in, on our website in the show notes, we'll link out to that as well. Yes. The other thing we wanted to say too is if you're at the show and you're taking photos or you want to write a blog. Yeah. Or maybe you're like, oh my God, I put together this super dope baller playlist on Spotify of all these bands that I'm going to see this weekend. Share it with us. Tag us. We want to share your stuff. We'd love for you to be a creator. Email us at strangegrooves at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show... And, and hear more of this now. <laughs> that was amazing. If if you I guys never that's crazy. We do this so much now. If I practice like, that with the quality block party team for weeks, we would not be able to do that. We realize when we don't plan, it's our best. It's the best. It's it's best. best. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. So if you want to help out, uh, strange grooves and all the all the stuff we do. Um, please consider becoming a, a patron. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash strange grooves. Um, we have uh, different packages starting as for as little as $2 a month. Yep. Um, we're in the works right now. We're working on kind of adding some new things to those packages, kind of refreshing it up a bit. So um, we also have a poll on our page too. So if you have stuff you want to see in our Patreon packages, you know what I mean? Uh, Tell us, how are the girls? Yeah, uh, vote on that poll. Send us a message. We we'd love to. We'd love to hear from you. Get on the poll. Seriously, get on it. Get on the. Work that poll. Work that poll. You will notice on our website too that we do have a new show directory. Yeah, that's such a cool feature. Oh, it looks so good. I also love that picture of Stephen Hero. Yeah, that show was amazing, and that picture is so good. And we have a full gallery and a full quality block gallery coming up in the next couple days so that as people start it'll be a shared album on facebook so anybody that wants to contribute to that it'll just be there so the show directory which is an amazing idea um so if i was like having an event i could just like email you guys so it would be in the show directory that's such a good idea yeah Yeah. it's just so that it's one spot that you can look at and that works on your phone that works everywhere that you can just have it and ideally what we're trying to do through our platform through patreon through everything 
is we just want to get people out experiencing music and having fun and then sharing their love of it and meeting great people, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't cost anything. And, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to buy passes and tickets to festivals for, totally. for people that are our contributors. Get them out enjoying more and more of what they have. Yeah, enjoy. and anyone doing events on Lake St. John wants people to come through. Like, what we're not, we are not concerned about selling tickets. We want people in the door. Also, that's a good shout out. If you ever, if there is ever a barrier to access to any like quality block party events, just message us because yeah. like, like it's everyone's in the family. <laughs> Feed your ecosystem, man. Feed your ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's getting crunchy over here. Yeah, you're such a stone. Like, oh, am I wearing my Birkenstocks? Yeah. <laughs> so put on your drug rug. Must <laughs> because I'm out in the West. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Anyways, guys, we really, really appreciate you tuning in. Um, we really do hope to see a lot of you at Equality Block or at the Cornerstone. We'd love to hear from you. Um, even if you're just like listening to an album or you're share, like want just shout us out. We want to hear what you're listening to. We want to get to know you. We want to make friends. We love new friends. We do. We're getting older. We we appreciate. We don't friendship. we don't leave the house as much anymore. We also do Facetime hangouts. Yeah, Kate and I Facetime all the time, even though we're like just down the street from each other. That's amazing. Like, would you rather just like stay in with the pets and just Facetime? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I can't. I can't. Obviously, that's I can't go out late. My cat expects me home at a certain time. You're like, like he's so high maintenance. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I completely understand that. So, but this will be fun. We'll be out and about this weekend. So we hope to see you and guys there. Thank you guys for doing this because this is awesome. Oh, like, you're very welcome. Thank you for coming. So, Shout out to the entire Quality Block team. You're fucking killing it. We appreciate all that you do. So it keeps luck. getting better and better and better. We're oh. honored that we're also part of it and any way that we can help you grow it. Um, and to all the listeners, we love you. We appreciate all of you, Strange Crew. And until next time, keep, keep it strange. If you've enjoyed this, then you have to hit strangegrooves.com for more amazing content. To support this podcast and music community, go to patreon.com slash strangegrooves. As always, keep it strange.